Welcome to Earth Riot Radio. I'm Reverend Billy here at the Church of Stop Shopping. Well, we have everything going wrong. All major institutions falling down, tipping over, violence everywhere, extinction of life species, sickness, trauma, people 100 million or more walking the roads, dreaming of a distant promised land confronted by militarized borders. Bombs falling, and you and I, well, what are we doing? We're listening to the radio, listening to our internet on, on the computer. Maybe we have a degree of safety that makes it possible for us to listen and talk back and forth here in this conversational medium that I'm privileged to be a part of right now. Well, our Earth riot is a riot because the Earth is either causing this parallel to it or putting up with it. The earth is where all of this is taking place. And with the monster storms that are taking place inside of our culture, inside of our economy, inside of our military, there is, of course, the earth herself in an uproar. A little bit farther away from the average person, because why? Because we're killing each other at such a rate with our genocides and so forth that War is taking over the news, but the earth is there, and there's more CO2 every month, and it's the hottest year in 174 years. And you and I today will ask the most basic possible questions we can ask about ourselves. We have to find out what's happening. Let's not get lost in the details. Let's see the whole forest, the whole ecosystem. Earthalluya, it's the big question today. Why? Amen. Somebody give me an Earthalluya here. is our government. Earth is our God. Earth is our economy. Earth is our church. We listen to Earth and then we go back to the old institutions. We go to the president and the generals and the holy fathers and the doctors of thinking and we get no response. Then we return to the earth and await further instructions. We know that life itself is the best strategist. Earth speaks to us every day. The natural disasters are hard lessons. The silence of extinct life is a sorrowing earth. What earth knows is almost entirely unknown to us. The unknowable earth is everything that we believe. It is all the commandments. It is common sense. 
It is where compassion comes from. We put personalities on Mount Olympus to represent it. We pray to the watery fire that creates a child inside our loved one. We dance all night. Now Earth is our only celebrity. Earth is the only famous being that matters at all. Human history was made triumphing over Earth. Now Earth makes history.
for us to finally turn our back on this violent economy, on this violent politics, the sentimental patriotism of the killer state. The earth is waiting for us to back away from the toxins of the corporate products. If we go back to the earth, well, it's about three blocks away from my front door, and some of you have, have, have I've got a longer journey to get to the earth than that. Sometimes it's hard work to get to the earth. I've got a big green space in the middle of this megalopolis here in New York. It's called Prospect Park. I can go there at dawn. I can go there when it's just light at the edge of the trees. When I can ask, humbly approach the earth and ask a question about my life. How can I live so I'm not participating in the violence that is killing innocent people in the Mideast. How can I do that? Ask a question of your favorite ecosystem of the earth in the form of trees or meadows or forests. Or... Go there and you'll have a favorite place. And you might want to address an individual animal or plant or just back off and ask the whole landscape the question, but ask that question and then listen for an hour. Ask the question and just listen. And the earth will find a way to come into you with a message. Or 
you will find a way in your listening to be more receptive. Carry that earth back to your home and bring it into your family, into your business, into your relationship to this violent government, and so forth. Don't frame it as mutual care, bird watching, ethical living. You know, don't, don't, give it a, don't give it a label. It's the earth. The earth is the most powerful thing by far. It's where we live. And you and I have been given these bodies. We, these bodies, we are the earth. We are made of the earth. And something magical has happened. The earth has given us the spark of life as a gift for a while. Let's love that spirit and love it in others. No form of government is worth killing. Cease fire. Cease fire. That's an instruction from the earth. Amen. Somebody give me an earth hallelujah. Welcome to News from the Natural World, I'm Savitri D. The conflict between the Sudanese armed forces and the RSF has now raged for eight months with no end in sight, creating what the United Nations says is the world's largest human displacement crisis. Seven million people have fled their homes due to the fighting that began in April. An estimated 12,190 people have been killed. The World Food Program warned war-wracked areas could face catastrophic hunger unless more food assistance gets in. The capitals of India and Bangladesh are blanketed by a thick layer of toxic smog as air quality plummets in both New Delhi and Dhaka. Dhaka briefly emerged as the world's most polluted city on Wednesday, with a hazardous index level of 325. The dense fog in the Indian capital New Delhi and across northern India led to the delays of more than 100 flights and the disruption of rail services as visibility reduced to barely 150 feet in some areas. Neighboring Pakistan also battles severe air pollution with school closures and cloud seeding. According to estimates, Lahore residents are losing an average of seven years of lifespan due to air pollution. China's air pollution worsened in 2023, the first time it has done so in a decade, since the beginning of China's war on pollution in 2013. The rising value of gold worldwide has amplified illegal mining in the Amazon, where liquid mercury is being dumped in the Amazon River. Three weeks ago, Colombia, Brazil, and the United States partnered to destroy 19 illegal gold mining dredges in the rainforest. The dredges scoop mud from riverbeds and miners mix in liquid mercury, which causes gold particles to stick together, making them easier to find. Authorities involved in the operation said it targeted the Familia del Norte criminal group, which they said was dumping 114,000 grams of mercury into the water every month while mining gold. One gram of mercury, about the amount in an old-fashioned thermometer, is enough to contaminate an eight-hectare lake. Many South American countries saw a huge increase in illegal gold mining during the pandemic. 
Conventional wisdom suggests that searching online to evaluate the veracity of misinformation would reduce belief in it. But a new study by a team of researchers shows the opposite occurs. Searching to evaluate the truthfulness of false news articles actually increases the probability of believing misinformation. This outcome may be explained by search engine outputs. In the study, researchers found that this phenomenon is concentrated among individuals for whom search engines return lower quality information. This points to the danger that data voids, areas of the information ecosystem that are dominated by low quality or even outright false news and information, may be playing a consequential role in the online search process, leading to low return of credible information or, more alarming, the appearance of non-credible information at the top of search results. Taking inspiration from the human brain, researchers have developed a new synaptic transistor capable of higher-level thinking. Designed by researchers at Northwestern University, Boston College, and MIT, the device simultaneously processes and stores information just like the human brain. In new experiments, the researchers demonstrated that the transistor goes beyond simple machine learning tasks to categorize data and is capable of performing associative learning. The new transistor can operate at room temperature, a significant breakthrough. Researchers have identified a species of frog new to science. The Indonesian amphibian is the size of a quarter. Nearly uniquely among amphibians, they lay their eggs on the leaves of trees, and the males guard and tend to the nests. A team found the frogs on Sulawesi, a rugged, mountainous island that makes up part of Indonesia. The scientific name for the new species is Limnonectis phylofolia. Phylofolia means leaf nester. Scientists have discovered that flowering plants growing in farmland are increasingly doing without insect pollinators, as reproduction becomes more difficult for them in an environment depleted in pollinating insects. The plants are evolving towards self-fertilization. Researchers have discovered that electric eels can alter the genes of tiny fish larvae with their electric shock. Their findings help to better understand electroporation, a method by which genes can be transported using electricity. Electroporation uses an electric field to create temporary pores in the cell membrane. This lets molecules like DNA or proteins enter the target cell. Apes recognize photos of groupmates they haven't seen for more than 25 years and respond even more enthusiastically to pictures of their friends, a new study finds. The work, which demonstrates the longest-lasting social memory ever documented outside of humans, underscores how human culture evolved from the common ancestors we share with apes, our closest relatives. Watching someone cry often evokes an emotional response. But according to a new study, human tears themselves contain a chemical signal that reduces brain activity linked to aggression. Prior research had shown tears reduce testosterone levels in men, and that lowering testosterone has a greater effect on aggression in men than in women. Huge surf is battering the U.S. West Coast, with forecasters warning of more danger ahead after a rogue wave swept pedestrians off their feet and swamped a hotel in Ventura. Rollers as high as 30 feet were expected to lash parts of California and Oregon, as a powerful storm capped a year of wild and often wet weather for the region. Brazil's President Lula vetoed key parts of a controversial law that is set to loosen the rules around the use of pesticides in the country. Brazil is the world's biggest consumer of pesticides, many of which are classified as highly hazardous. The Brazilian Senate approved the law, which environmentalists have dubbed the poison package in November after two decades of controversy. 
Lula decided to veto 14 sections of a dozen articles of the law aimed at making it easier to approve the use of new pesticides and giving greater decision-making powers to the agriculture ministry. The toll from China's deadliest earthquake in years rose to 148 as authorities turned their attention to resettling thousands of people displaced by the disaster. More than 139,000 people have already been moved to emergency shelters. People were buried alive after a sand boil, a phenomenon that can occur during an earthquake when soil liquefies and forces sand and water out of the ground. Sub-zero temperatures have made the aid operation even more challenging with reporters seeing survivors huddle around outdoor fires to keep warm in the days after the quake. And now, the sounds of extinction. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service removed 21 species from the list of threatened and endangered species under the Endangered Species Act because of extinction. They join the list of 650 U.S. species that have likely been lost to extinction. They include the Bachman's Warbler, Bachman's warbler was a small yellow and black songbird that once bred in swampy thickets in the south, lost to habitat destruction and collection. The bridled white eye, a green, yellow, and white tropical lowland forest bird from Guam that was four inches long, became extinct because of predation from the invasive brown tree snake. The little Mariana fruit bat, also known as a flying fox, lived on Guam and foraged on tropical fruits. It was last seen in 1968 and went extinct because of habitat loss from agriculture and military activity. It had a two-foot wingspan and gold on the sides of its neck. The San Marcos Gambusio was a one-inch long fish that ate small invertebrates and gave birth to live young instead of laying eggs like many species of fish. It lived in clear spring water from the headwaters of the San Marcos River in Texas, last seen in 1983. The Scioto Mad Tom was a small catfish found only in Big Darby Creek in Ohio last seen in 1957. It was lost because of silt accumulation from dams and runoff. The eight freshwater mussels proposed for delisting include the flat pidge toe, green blossom pearly mussel, southern acorn shell, stirrup shell, tubercled blossom pearly mussel, turgid blossom pearly mussel, upland comb shell, and yellow blossom pearly mussel. Freshwater mollusks are the most endangered group of organisms in the United States, with 36 mussels and more than 70 freshwater snails already lost. And hear the sound of freshwater habitat. Life. You 
time to say thank you and goodbye this is the reverend again we've been on a journey with the stop shopping choir and the fiery eagles of justice musical groups that i'm working with with savitry d here in new york city and of course our supporter and friend neil young with selection from his new album which funny i should use the word selection it's all one selection it's many songs mixed together. He did this with Lou Adler, an experiment. There's no break between the songs. There might be a key change, but it's Neil, Neil Young's voice, and it's Neil Young's guitar, and he's on to his next song. So it has a, that quality of Abbey Road, or for that matter, Rachmaninoff's second concerto, you know, where, where melodies and attitudes and meanings keep recurring and as they mix and go forward something changes a story is told before and after neil young we bought it we like it all right and beyond that we have the the, the consideration of our activism today thinking about how each of us needs to be a laboratory for new ways to defend the Earth. Earthaluya. And it's our experience that the Earth culture people are absolutely onto something with just talking with the Earth and listening to the Earth. The unknown that exists beyond birth on one side and beyond death on the other, where the yet to be born and our ancestors who've passed on reside, and where we're coming from and going to ourselves personally, that, that is the landscape we have before us. Most of all the objects, I know I keep repeating this, but it's remarkable and it has to be, it has to be a key 
to the new Earth activism, and that is that the Earth around us is 70% unknowable. Subatomic particles that we don't understand, we, we don't even name them. Uh, it, it, it's not quite accurate to say that things are hollow. That's not quite the right word. But we have mystery mixed into our own bodies and all the physical life around us. And it's called darkness by the scientists. It's called dark energy and dark matter. <sighs> Some things do bear repeating. I hope that when I repeat, there's a reason. And I'd like to repeat, I wish the very best for you this week and this holiday week. Be safe, but be wild. Somebody, will you give me an earth-a-looyah? Yeah.